0: Alex Jones was right. We are going to take an in depth look at the right and the wrong. I know, but it's just happening these days, so we're going to talk about it. Love him or hate him, you got it. Obama wants to control your net access. <laughs> what a crook. And ScrewTube cancels JFK Jr. And he did something about it. We're going to talk about that also tonight. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Yeah, hey, blackout coffee founded on the principles of conservative values. Fresh roasted, premium grade coffee from a company that supports our American values. Get the best coffee you've ever had today with the link in our show notes. A special link there will get you not only a special deal, but a great promo code too. And check it out. Blackout Coffee. All right, welcome in. We have, wow, we got, thank you. We are growing so, so much, and I really appreciate it. We're just little tiny small potatoes now, but we're getting there. We've been doing this consistently for the last few years. Started out as a totally different show, wound up as this thing, and we're going to stick with this. For the duration, let's stick with our usual opening. It is the Miko update. This is our beautiful little girl. She's three and a half years old, and she is Ichiko Mikoto, and we call her Miko. That's her waiting for her friend to come home. <laughs> she sits there in the door, and yeah, that's my old perdama car in the background there in the driveway. But uh, yeah, she'll sit there forever, waiting. Or waiting to see friends, her other dog friends come by. Sometimes they'll stop in for a visit. And uh, that's her favorite spot to watch when when it's daytime anyway. Nighttime, she's usually in the house. But daytime, she's guarding the door. And uh, that was her. She's doing well. She's eating her little, uh, we have to sneak feed her, but she eats her, her little joint pill nowadays because of her bad back leg Anyway, some sort of knee problem. I don't know, it's a dog thing, but uh, she's doing really, really well. and Right back at it again. Our Miko updates brought to you by the good folks at BarkBox.com slash Miko, M-I-K-O. If you use our link, BarkBox.com slash Miko, you will get a free month when you sign up for a multi-month subscription. What is BarkBox? Well, it's a box. Every, yeah, every month, a new theme, and inside the box, it'll be delivered right to your door. You'll find two amazing dog toys. They will love them. Two bags of all-natural treats for your dog and a dog chew. Every month, delivered right to your door. Use our special link at parkbox.com Miko. And when you sign up for a multi-month subscription, you will get a month free. Also, it's only going to be up for this week and then that deal's going down. But in our show notes... You'll see them barkbox.com/miko. Right under it is another link. It looks a little wonky, but it's a special link which will get you a different option if you want. Four choices of some very cool water toys for summertime from Funboy and Barkbox and us here at the Jay Sheldon Show. Check them out. There's a couple of pool floaties and a couple of sprinklers designed especially to have fun with your dog. And you can check that out from Barkbox and us. Thank you, Barkbox. helping to sponsor the show we really appreciate all that you do it's a cool company too make sure you check them out all right (laughs) here we go that thumbnail on our headline tonight was not clickbait we really are gonna talk about alex jones and the fact that he was right a lot he was wrong too But he was right a lot, and especially on some things people kind of said, this guy's a whack job. Look, love him or hate him, he's a personality. He is way over the top sometimes, even for me. Um, I used to watch his show on Infowars, and uh, it was interesting. I am level-headed enough to separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say. But uh, the articles, depending upon where you go, will either treat him with an even hand, or treat him like a complete nut job. And people feel that way about him. They either they love him or hate him. There is no middle ground with Alex Jones. Uh, the, <laughs> this is an article from Daily. Dot. Dot. Com, and it talks about thirteen info war conspiracies that you won't believe exist. Nothing, it says, is too far for Alex Jones. Infowars bulldozed into the national spotlight during the 2016 election. President Donald Trump phoned into Alex Jones' radio show during the primaries. And since then, Infowar videos have been aired during Trump rallies. It's articles tweeted out by Trump campaign operatives. And the White House even linked to an InfoWars article in a press release. Yeah, run by Alex Jones, of course, the far-right radio host, renowned conspiracy theorist. InfoWars, once a niche conspiracy site, today it gets, wow, 4.8 million unique visitors monthly. Holy crap. Unlike far-right news sites like Breitbart, oh, please, who wrote this crap? (laughs) Right, Bart. <laughs> InfoWars specializes in the blatantly unverifiable, purely speculative, and utterly fictitious. You can tell where this article is going. Written by a leftist, much? Uh, so, anyway, they list 13 of these uh, InfoWars conspiracy theories. 9 11 was an inside job. Sorry, but I completely agree on that one and it's yet to be disproven. I don't want to hear your crap. 9-11 was an inside job. The U.S. government staged the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting. Don't know about... Well, I mean, know about the shooting. but I don't know about the conspiracy. Sandy Hook never happened. Now, he did say that. He then recanted that. He's gotten into a ton of trouble about that. The Air Force creating tornadoes in the Midwest? Hmm. Could be. It's... The technology exists. Uh, the FBI behind the Boston bombing. Okay. Uh, Justice Scalia was murdered. There is a certain amount of evidence that would lean you in that direction. Barack Obama is the global head of Al-Qaeda. Uh, can't really comment on that, but it wouldn't surprise me anyway, it goes on and on now see, US government using juice boxes to make kids gay this is not the frog gay thing this is another thing but anyway, these are some of the left-leaning articles that they've put out there about uh, Alex Jones and um, like I said there are other articles all these, by the way, are in our show notes so you can read them if you want and take in all the information we just put them up here to comment on them and uh, here's one from the uh, ne- NeonNettle.com. The Washington Times says, Alex Jones was right, and it may be too late. Infowars founder attempted to warn the world about the threat from China. Following a recent purge of Alex Jones from virtually every internet outlet, leading tech firms. The Washington Times revealed the Infowars fi- founder was right all along, and now he's been silenced. The monopoly of high-tech companies in the U.S. continues to deplatform Alex Jones. <clears throat> I see and am following an Alex Jones that seems like it's actually him, but I don't think so. It doesn't say it's a parody account. But is he back on Twitter? He should be. He absolutely should be. I am an absolutist when it comes to free speech. No matter how whacked out you are, you have a right to think and say what you want to think and say. Absolutely no ifs, ands, or buts. Anyway, they've effectively cut him off from his audience, except for his Infowars.com, which is constantly under attack, but it still exists. Mm, It would not be a mistake for Americans to look a little closer at the real agenda behind this move to silence Mr. Jones. Now, the reasons for these kind of uh, actions are um, sinister at best, or at worst. Uh, Blocking hate speech, which has become a euphemism for censorship, of course. Now, if you are a fan of Alex Jones' brand of news or not, isn't the point? The recent cull... Of conservative voices poses a greater threat to the US and the world than a lot of people really care to realize. There's the crazy man. (laughs) I love this guy. Washington Times reports where Alex Jones has been very spot on is the threat that communist China poses to our future and our way of life, and how this threat has corrupted our government, our education system and a lot of our high-tech industry Google just opened an artificial intelligence center in China formed to help China jump ahead of the US in this crucial, t- crucial technology hmm. the science of AI has no borders neither do its benefits Fei Fei Li chief scientist at Google's AI business recently said in a blog post mm-hmm I guess he doesn't know China has a huge internet border which is called the Great Firewall it completely prevents its own citizens from knowing anything about what's going on outside of China at the same time Google recently let a Department of Defense contract expire without renewal because their engineers refusal to work for the DoD or to put it another way refusing to defend America basically so this goes on and there is more about it and more about how Alex Jones as far as China is concerned has been uh, pretty much spot on like I said I'm not defending what he does I'm not promoting what he does I'm just telling you there have been plenty of occasions and I got a video coming up in just a minute which will blow your mind promise promise Here's another one from LaunchLiberty.com. This link, again, it's in our show notes. I encourage you to check it out. Opinion Alex Jones was right, and that's why he must be silenced. Hmm. This is a cool article. Jones was taken off YouTube, Facebook, iTunes back in 2018. Wow, has it been that long? tech giants moved basically in unison to silence him. Hours of the content posted to InfoWars lost forever when these accounts were simply wiped off the planet. It was founded back in 1999. InfoWars been uploading content for more than a decade before they were ultimately pulled. Hundreds of millions of people viewed InfoWars content. Now, without the social media platforms, Jones uh, had his revenue streams cut dramatically, and despite the lesser revenues, he continues to fund InfoWars. He's created his own platform called Band.video. He's been posting his video content along with a lot of other content producers that Jones has brought on exclusively to that site for the last four years even though big tech attempted to stop him from being able to work at all or even speak he found a way he found a way around them and he was able to play a major role in the 2020 election leading the stop the Steel rallies across the country jones was the main organizer for a, the largest political of our time january 6th whatever you think of infowars it is indisputably, one of, if not the largest independent conservative news organization in the world. If I am not mistaken, and I'm not, InfoWars has a channel here on Rumble, because, as you know, Rumble is the biggest proponent of free speech on the planet. As YouTube continues to censor people, delete people's accounts, Silence people's voices that they don't like or their government overlords disagree with, they lose more and more people. They lost me. Now, I'm like I said, I'm just a little tiny cookie in this big box of treats, but um, they lost me. I've got a channel there, but it stopped about six, eight months ago, maybe and there'll be no more things posted there to my YouTube. It's still there. I got a lot of other stuff, some of the music videos and commercials that I've directed in the past, But uh, and our, our shows up to the point where I said, screw you, YouTube. So Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all gone. I'm exclusively on Rumble, as are so many other people these days. Our good friend Dan Bongino has made a huge and very profitable career, not only from his podcast, of course, but from his show, which follows mine, by the way, at 11 o'clock. Be sure and check it out if you have never discovered. I find that hard to believe. But if you haven't discovered Dan Bongino, make sure you check him out. He's here on Rumble. He comes on 11 right after my show. So by all means, please, he's he's an amazing, amazing guy. But this, again, just a few of the articles about Alex Jones and how in a lot of cases he was right now I'm going to play for you a video you must listen carefully it's just Alex on screen talking he's making predictions about what is going to happen in the future but keep in mind while you're listening this was 22 years ago not kidding 22 years ago and how this man is spot on is frightening take a listen to alex jones speaking 22 years ago
1: facts and common sense are in yes there have been corrupt empires yes they manipulate Yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there have been oligarchies throughout history. And yes, today in 2002, there is a tyrannical organization calling itself the New World Order, pushing for worldwide government, a cashless society, open borders, total and complete tyranny, where human beings are absolutely worthless. There's six and a quarter plus billion of us in The globalists have said it many times. There's too many of us. We're causing a problem. Uh, We need to be cold at the tune of 80%. It's amazing to talk about that, but it's the globalists, the UN, their own public statements, and they've convinced a lot of liberals and elitist conservatives and others uh, that by going along with this that we're intelligent members of society. It's the ultimate Malthus world view. It is uh, this radical, virulent form uh, of social Darwinism. It's the excuse of tyrants. And by creating open borders where there's no national sovereignty and only global bodies that control all the resources, by centralizing and socializing health care, the state becomes God basically when it comes to your health. And then by releasing diseases and viruses and plagues upon us, we then basically get shoved into... See?
0: open borders, diseases released on us, nationalizing health care. That was 22 years ago. And he could have been speaking today. And it would have been accurate. To me, that's frightening. Look, love the guy, hate the guy. I don't care. You do you, I'll do me. But when you watch a video like that from two more, uh, more than two decades ago, That is some frightening stuff. Wow. All right. From the People's Voice, the new DHS docs, here we go again, have revealed a plan to assign social credit scores to Americans. It's happening, folks. We told you, and now it's coming. Newly leaked Department of Homeland Security documents reveal a plan to assign social credit scores a la China to all 331 million Americans and severely limit the freedoms of non compliant citizens who are placed on a government blacklist. It's right there. DHS's own documents. They revealed the Biden Department of Homeland Security entered into a contract with the University of Alabama at Birmingham, UAB, in 2018. Developed a project called Night Fury, designed to analyze and assess and assign risk scores to you. The Brennan Center for Justice obtained these documents There's a link there in the article, articles in our show notes. Through a public records request, Project Night Fury aimed at utilizing AI to detect and evaluate social media accounts for connections to so-called disinformation and hate speech. Here's the document right here states the contractor shall develop these attributes to uh, create a methodology for developing a ranking or risk score associated with the identified accounts. It's right there. That's a DHS document. Project Night Fury also planned on incorporating involvement from Customs and Border Patrol, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, transportation u.s citizenship and immigration service to provide cross-mission operational context according to one of the documents so there you go you were wondering shaking your head disagreeing saying ah no that won't happen here we americans won't put up with that we'll never let them get away with it there you go social credit scores for you my fellow americans What are you going to do about it? That's up to you. I put the link at the bottom of the in today's show says, let them know how you feel. Contact your reps. That's a website from the government, but it will put you in touch with whoever your rep is. You can even put in your information and find out who your rep is. All they continue to push for this social credit scores. That's all worked so well in China. You've seen those reports. I've done those reports. Mr. Obama, perhaps the, okay, maybe the second most corrupt president we've ever had, because now we've got Biden. (laughs) This article just came out yesterday, and it's frightening. Obama has made a demand. You ready for this? It's connected to our last story. Obama demands that internet users submit digital fingerprints to the government before accessing the internet. Now, my laptop here is biometrically protected. I have to scan my fingerprint to open it up. Now, this moron, this criminal is demanding that we have to submit our digital fingerprints in order to access the internet at all. Barack Obama, who played a key role in empowering mainstream media fact-checkers to silence conservatives on the internet, is now pushing for internet users to submit digital fingerprints to the government using Microsoft technology. He wants the origin of anything posted on the net to be easily tracked and traced by the authorities to fight the spread of what he considers fake news. In a discussion with former advisor David Axelrod, Obama said, that technology is here now, so most immediately we're going to have all the problems we had with misinformation before. But this next election cycle will be worse. What does that mean? The Democrats are going to steal even more votes and create even more fake ballots? Continuing on, this moron says, and the need for us, the general public, I think to be more discriminating consumers of news and information. What basically he's saying is we only want you to listen to the stuff we've approved. Big brother much? The need for us to over time develop technologies to create watermarks or digital fingerprints so we know what is true and what is not true. Mm. Newspeak. I'm telling you, I'm reading 1984 on this show. At the end of every show, we read a bit of a chapter as we get all the way through the book. And, I mean, this is it. This is just another example of it. Exactly what that book's talking about. So, this crook wants you to have to scan in your fingerprint before you could even sign online to, to access anything. Your email, whatever. Unbelievable. Totalitarian. Authoritarianism. And it's not just a problem in the U.S. Well, it's not as much of a problem yet, but it's getting there. How would you like to live in Ireland? We've done a ton of these stories about the absurdity of what is going on in Ireland, and it is absurd, doesn't even cover it. The Irish Green Party's senator, Pauline O'Reilly, well, that's a good Irish name, is weaponizing the concept of safety to justify censorship and other encroachments on freedom of speech. Now look, I don't know what the Irish version of the con- their constitution is or says. I assume it isn't too far of a step away from our constitution. I have no idea. Fully admit that. I don't know. But this should scare the hell out of you. Take a listen
1: to this. When you think about it, all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace then i believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good
0: when- i'm so uncomfortable i can't live in peace oh please why because i didn't use your proper pronouns this this is what i'm talking about It makes me feel unsafe. So we'll just arrest you and throw you in the brink. It's not just the U.S. U.K., Ireland, Germany. Oh, my God. The laws in Germany? It's insane. Look up. Absolutely insane. Uh, By the way, today is the day that we're all going to die. So if you're just waking up, and it's the 20th of June, or the 21st? Greta said we were all going to be dead by today. I don't think we're going to make it, Greta. We didn't believe you when you said it, and we sure the hell don't believe you now. So, child, crawl back home, go play with your dolls, have a nice life, piss off. We don't want to hear from you anymore. We never did. All right, blackout coffee. mm Ah, oh, man, that's good coffee. The best small batch coffee on the planet. And I'm not kidding. I'm talking about blackout coffee. You tired of the same old liberal garbage coffee that tastes like crap? You want coffee designed for patriots? That would be blackout coffee. This is coffee for people with balls and spines instead of coffee that tastes like brown water this is coffee that tastes like coffee I personally recommend blackout coffee because first of all I love it Uh, it drives liberals crazy but it is a coffee company that 110% supports conservative values from sourcing the beans, roasting process consumer support, shipping Blackout Coffee has incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept no compromise on taste and quality. This coffee is amazing. Seriously, it tastes incredible too. Absolutely incredible coffee. Even, like I said, our good friend right there, Dan Bongini, Dan Bongini's got his own blend of Blackout Coffee. You can check that out too. And uh, it is one thing to love the country, That comes first all the time. But you got to make a good product. That's how you love the country. Capitalism, hard work, family values. I can tell you the owner of this company cares about two things. The U.S. of A. And making a damn good cup of coffee. And that's exactly what it is. Do me a favor. Check out the Blackout Coffee link in our show notes down below. It's right at the top. And use promo code JS20. That's J-A-Y-S-20 at checkout for 20%. That's a good deal off your first order. J-A-Y-S-20, J's 20 at uh, checkout for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other jokers. Blackout Coffee remains true to our American values. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for helping to sponsor the show seriously good good coffee amazing and you'll be helping to support not only this show which we appreciate and thank you but you'll be helping to support this company which supports our troops our first responders and stands for everything we stand for good old american conservative values blackout coffee all right humans I don't know that I should do this right after the blackout coffee spot. (laughs) I'm sure it's not in blackout coffee, all right? Check out this headline. Oh, my God. Maybe I've just inhaled some. Humans, you and me, apparently, might be inhaling 6.2 bits of plastic every hour just from breathing. How much is 6.2 bits of plastic every hour? A piece of plastic about the size of a credit card every week. This is according to a new study. You basically eat the same amount of plastic as a credit card every week. A new study published in June, just this month, found that humans might be inhaling 6.2 bits of plastic every hour. 16.2, sorry which is enough to make one credit card per week. Microplastics transported, deposited in realistic upper airways. This is the first ever study to use computational modeling to understand the transport of microplastics in the upper lungs airways. In the last few years, scientists have found microplastics in drinking water. Right out of your tap. Most previous studies considered microplastics to be ingested by humans through water or food. But inhalation, just breathing, also allows microplastics to reach human tissues. They've been tracked in the lower airways for the first time in history. The presence of microplastics in lower airways increases the long-term microplastic exposure Concerns for respiratory health. Their microplastics are tiny, tiny, tiny little bits of plastic, less than five millimeters. And according to the study, they're typically generated from the degradation of plastic products as things degrade tires, industrial breakdown. And this study reports tiny particles of microplastics can travel to the deeper lung airways. Larger particles can't get there, but the small ones can, and there's plenty of them, even in the air we breathe. The flow rate, shape, and size also impacted the deposit pattern. It said some microplastics are small enough to become trapped in different airway branches. This is scary. They've been found inside the human body, including the lungs, Maternal and fetal placental tissues, breast milk, and blood. Wow. Some chemicals they add to plastics, like bisphenol A, BPA, and phthalates, are known to cause health problems. And you're breathing it in. BPA exposures have been tied to reproductive and metabolism issues in adults and developmental effects on children. And you're breathing it in. Again, you are breathing this in. Even if you stopped eating and stopped drinking water, which you'd die anyway, it's still not going to help because you're still breathing it in. Look, I'm all for plastic straws, okay? I use them all the time, but damn. This is some scary crap. Serious, huh? Absolutely serious. Wow. Read the rest of that article. It'll scare the hell out of you. All right. ScrewTube has done it again. Yay. They deleted another Robert F. Kennedy Jr. interview. This time with Dr. Jordan Peterson. They just don't get it Uh, okay they're huge rumble is like what six percent of the market Uh, but growing strong every day youtube continues to censor officially declared presidential candidates tell me that's not election interference Apparently, their war against Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is continuing. The big tech platform has deleted another 90-minute podcast with Kennedy in which he proposes a link between the escalation in transgender adolescence and exposures to chemicals. The June 5th conversation, Canadian psychologist Dr. Jordan Peterson also uh, encompassed topics from climate change to COVID-19 measures. In a controversial inflection point... Kennedy postulated that sexual dysphoria rampant among juveniles juveniles, may be rooted in them swimming through a soup of toxic chemicals, which loops right back to the opening of this show. That is, we talked about it last time, Alex, uh, Alex Jones' comment that the chemicals in the water were turning the frogs gay, which was an analogy to this stuff feminizing Frogs, which it has been proven to do. Clasping its cards to its chest, YouTube has remained silent on exactly what segment violated their terms of service. But they took it down. It may be that YouTube has broken no laws in this blatant interference in the electoral process. In that case, change will come only through public pressure. That means you. I've already done my part. I do not deal with YouTube anymore at all. I have hundreds of thousands of views of my videos on my old YouTube channel. Still up. Still there. Won't be any new content over there. No way. Screw you, YouTube. And this is exactly why absolutely frightening the way they are trying to interfere literally interfere in a presidential election and this piece of good news just popped today completely related to this last story robert f kennedy jr joins rumble (laughs) he becomes the first democratic presidential candidate to join free speech platform Rumble, looking to speak directly to people without being censored or getting any involvement with censorship. As the man, I'm liking this guy more and more. Hey, I'm still a Trump fan, always will be, but you know what would be a cool ticket? It'll never happen. But a uniparty ticket with Trump as president and Robert F. Jr., ...as vice president. Could you imagine? Oh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Anyway, he announced uh, his decision to join Rumble's free speech video sharing platform, which you are watching right now. Marks the first time a U.S. Democratic presidential candidate has taken this step, adding Kennedy to Rumble's growing roster of prominent figures in the 2024 presidential race... That includes Republican candidates like Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Rumble's uh, chairman, CEO, Chris uh, Pavlovsky, said he is enthusiastic about welcoming the presidential candidate to the platform. We are thrilled, he's quoted here as saying, to welcome Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to Rumble. Rumble is the only company that held the line for free speech over the past few years, and we are excited to allow all all U.S. presidential candidates to share their message directly with the people. So for those of you out there, those lefty nutbags out there who love to say, oh, Rumble is just full of a bunch of right-wing nutjobs. They're all just conservative people over there. Here is a Democratic nominee for president, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who has now joined us unrumbled all of you out there from the left nothing's stopping you sign up for an account make your own channel and talk about whatever you want to talk about within the bounds of the law it's a free speech platform so happens people like me Dan Bongino right-leaning conservatives we there's a lot of us here for sure, absolutely but it's open to everybody. Now, you can either put your money where your mouth is, or you can just shut up and piss off. Hmm. I said it. And I said it because I meant it. Got one more for you. (laughs) Oh, man. I am not a Mac person. In fact, I can't stand Apple products. First of all, most of the people who own them think they're better than everybody else, and you're not. Second of all, the inability to be innovative with anything on a Mac product is limiting at best. I was whacking around, building my own computers, writing my own software. Back in the 80s. Well, it was simpler then, for sure. But, uh, yeah... I was doing all that and I was doing it because I was on IBM machines. I was on Windows operating systems and I will always be. I don't own a single Apple product at all. And this kind of makes me happy that I don't. You know Apple's logo? It's an Apple with a bite out of it. Take a look at this. Apple is taking on apples in a truly weird, watermark, trademark battle. The company wants the rights to use the image of apples, the fruit, in Switzerland, one of dozens of countries where it is flexing its legal muscles. There you go. The Fruit Union Suisse is 111 years old. For most of its history, it has used the symbol of a red apple with a white cross, the Swiss national flag superimposed on one of its most common fruits. The group, the oldest, largest fruit farmers association in Switzerland, may have to change its logo. Why? Because Apple, is trying to gain intellectual property rights over the depiction of an apple. I'm not kidding. We have a hard time understanding this because it's not like they're trying to protect their bitten apple, Fruit Union Swiss director Jimmy Marathol says, referring to the company's iconic logo, of course. Their objective here is to really own the rights to an actual apple which for us is something really almost universal now I can't believe any court in their right mind would grant them exclusive rights to the image of an apple but this is 2023 and stranger things have happened they're actually going after them for the image of an apple. This is the world we live in because you won't stand up and fight back. Fight back. In our show notes, right down below there, you expand that down, you'll see all our sponsors, all the great deals, Skillshare, Blackout Coffee, NordVPN, uh, all of them are there. And then it says, in today's show... And then there's a list of all these articles we've talked about. And right at the end of that list, it says something like uh, contact them or, or let the, uh, contact your representative. Let them know. Click that link. It's congress.gov slash members. You put in where you live, your zip code, whatever. It will show you, not only show you who your representatives are, but ways to contact them. Phone numbers, emails. Use that. Get in touch. Be active. Let them know you vote, and vote. We are living in whacked-out times, my friends. (sighs) Speaking of which, George Orwell was amazing when he wrote 1984 because he pretty much predicted exactly the times we are living in. We read books on this show, been doing it from the beginning, mostly in the past. We've done children's literature, classic stuff. Little Prince, Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. We've done all those great books. But right now, we are doing George Orwell's 1984. Because we are living it, my friends. We're up to chapter 14, which we're going to begin tonight. 1984. It happened last night. At last, the expected message had come. All his life, it seemed to him he'd been waiting for this to happen. He was walking down the long corridor at the ministry and he was almost at the spot where Julia had slipped that note into his hand when he became aware that someone larger than himself was walking just behind him. The person, whoever it was, gave a small cough, evidently as a prelude to speaking. Wilson stopped abruptly and turned. It was O'Brien. At last, they were face to face, and it seemed that his only impulse was to run away. His heart bounded violently. He would have been incapable of speaking. O'Brien, however, had continued forward in the same movement, laying a friendly hand for a moment on Winston's arm, so that the two of them were walking side by side. He began speaking with the peculiar grave courtesy that differentiated him from the majority of inner party members. I had been hoping for an opportunity of talking to you, he said. I was reading one of your newspeak articles in the Times the other day. You take a scholarly interest in newspeak, I believe. Winston had recovered part of his self-possession. Hardly scholarly, he said. I'm only an amateur, but it's not my subject. I've never had anything to do with the actual construction of the language. But you write it. Very elegantly, said O'Brien. That is not only my own opinion. I was talking recently to a friend of yours who is certainly an expert. His name has slipped my memory for the moment. Again, Winston's heart stirred painfully. It was inconceivable that this was anything other than a reference to Syme. But Syme was not only dead, he was abolished an unperson any identifiable reference to him would have been mortally dangerous o'brien's remark must obviously have been intended as a signal a, a code word by sharing a small act of thought crime he'd turned the two of them into accomplices they continued to stroll slowly down the corridor but now o'brien halted with the curious, disarming friendliness that he always managed to put into the gesture, he resettled his spectacles on his nose, and then he went on. What I'd really intended to say was that in your article, I noticed you had used two words which have become obsolete. But they've only become so very recently. Have you seen the 10th edition of the NewsSpeak Dictionary? "'No,' said Winston, "'I didn't think it had been issued yet. "'We're still using the ninth in the records department. "'The tenth edition is not due to appear for some months, I believe. "'But a few advanced copies have been circulated. "'I have one myself. "'It might interest you to look at it, perhaps.' "'Oh, very much so,' said Winston, "'immediately seeing where this was tended.' Some of the new developments are most ingenious. This reduction in the number of verbs, that is the point that will appeal to you, I think. Uh, Let me see, shall I send a messenger to you with the dictionary? But I'm afraid I invariably forget anything of that kind. Perhaps you could pick it up at my flat at some time that suited you. Uh, Wait, let me give you my address. They were standing in front of a telescreen. Somewhat absent mindedly, O'Brien felt two of his pockets, then produced a small leather covered notebook, and a gold ink pencil, immediately beneath the telescreen, in such a position that anyone who was watching on the other end of the instrument could read what he was writing. He scribbled an address, tore out the page, and handed it to Wilson. "'I'm usually at home in the evenings,' he said. "'If not, my servant will give you the dictionary.' And he was gone, leaving Winston holding the scrap of paper, which this time there was no need to conceal. Nonetheless, he carefully memorized what was written on it, and some hours later dropped it in the memory hole, along with a mass of other papers. They'd been talking to one another for a couple of minutes at the most, There was only one meaning that the episode could possibly have. It had been contrived as a way of letting Winston know O'Brien's address. This was necessary because, except by direct inquiry, it was never possible to discover where anyone lived. There were no directories of any kind. If you ever want to see me, this is where I can be found, was what O'Brien had been saying to him. Perhaps there would even be a message concealed somewhere in the dictionary. But at any rate, one thing was certain. The conspiracy that he dreamed of did exist. And he had reached the outer edges of it. He knew the answer. Sooner or later, he would obey O'Brien's summons. Perhaps tomorrow, perhaps a long delay, but... He wasn't certain. What was happening was only the working out of a process that had started years ago. The first step had been a secret, involuntary thought. The second had been the opening of the diary. He'd moved from thoughts to words, and now from words to actions. The last step was something that would happen in the ministry of love. He had accepted it. The end was contained in the beginning, but it was frightening, or more exactly, it was like a foretaste of death, like being a little less alive. Even while he was speaking to O'Brien when the meaning of the words had sunk in, a chill, shuddering feeling that had taken possession of his body. He had the sensation of stepping into the dampness of a grave, and it was not much better because he had always known that the grave was there and waiting for him. And that's chapter 14, short chapter. All right. We'll continue this with chapter 15 on tomorrow night's show. Be sure and join us for that. We are here every weekday at 10 o'clock, followed of course at 11 by the Dan Bongino show. Please do check out Dan. Give him a follow. Fantastic show. And, uh, We're very proud to come on the air here before him. All right, we will see you again tomorrow. Good night. (laughs) Snort.